the church, the house of hallelujahs and praise, the sweet place of peace for some and for others, depending on what church you go to, the place of condemnation and envy. In the South, there is one on every corner. And in the North, there's probably a bum peeing on the steps right now. Welcome to Your Support Group Podcast, home of the number one podcast that discuss topics dealing with our everyday lives. Today, we are talking about the church. So let's get our Sunday best big mama hat going. I'm Kenny, and that's Q. And this is your intro. <laughs> let's go. So Q, I know we are talking about the one in a million place where nobody likes to talk about. Everybody gets a little bit anxious. So how was church when you was a kid? When I was growing up, church was very mandatory, you know. Um, it was in a choir, kids choir. My grandmother was on the usher board. Um, I had a grandfather who was a pastor and the church was literally like uh, right around the corner from the house. So there's no excuse like you, you was at church like almost three to four times a week or whatever function to do this, that, and the other. So yeah, Bible study practices, fellowships, concert, I mean, you name it. Yeah. <laughs> church, church. Yeah, it sounded like you was in church so much you didn't even know whether or not your name was church or what. But when I Sister Sister Washington Sister Washington. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You got the kids with you. That's awesome. That's awesome, Sister Washington. <laughs> but when I was a kid, it was something that everybody went to, just like you said. We all went to church and that's what we did. And even, and I'm not just talking about for Easter, even though that exposed, you know, some of the changes that was going on in life. Cause you could tell who parents was out there hustling and doing stuff. They ain't had no business doing like, Hey, why you got the Kwame polka dot shirt? That's like a yeah. $200 shirt. What's going on? <laughs> but anyway, church was your daycare, your after school, your, your everything. Like, when you went twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday, sometimes on Saturday for God knows what reason you were just there all the time. Um, even some of your summer programs and all that stuff was in the church. Like if you didn't go to church, like what would you do? Because all your friends was at church. So right. you, you, you went there and if you stayed at home, most of the good stuff, came on after church time anyway, because it wasn't no cartoons on Sunday mornings. Some of these kids don't even know mm -hmm. when they say TV used to shut off when you was a kid. Yeah. TV used to shut off when I was a kid, but right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear that national anthem yeah. and that was it. <laughs> and you get that little color blocks. And, and then it goes, <laughs> da, 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 do. 
the the color block. That was it. Yeah. I, but once 12 o'clock hit, then you had your karate flicks on. So it was something to do after that. But you might as well have went to church and, you know what I'm saying, hung out with your friends or seen that cute little girl that you always get shy around. Well, that was my case. But <laughs> you always came to church with your little your little quarter or you always had your little penny or something to put in a collection plate. It was just something... <laughs> Every day that you that you did, you know, it was just a, a, a relevant part of your life, you know. Um, so we went to church and that was just what you did. I don't know about anybody else, but that's just what we did. Yeah, I think especially when you live in the South, like you said, there's a church and then the church right down the street and the church across the street. It's like. We got, we churched up in the South. Like, there's no reason. You can't be like, oh, I don't know. I can't find a church. Lies. There's a church right there. A church Lies. right there. A church, church cross street. <laughs> Churches everywhere. Literally. Every type of denomination. <laughs> Literally. It's just so ingrained in our spirit. That's how most Black people grow up in the church. Like, my mom and them have stayed on the same block since 91 in Charlotte. They've stayed on the same mm -hmm. block. And we stay further down the street behind the church. They moved up the street mm -hmm. behind the church on the same block. <laughs> like literally, like it's crazy when you think about how many churches surround like neighborhoods in the South and everything. And then when you go up North, the churches, they're, they're not, as close by one another, but they're bigger. Mm -hmm. And you know there are churches. And they've been churches since 1890 something. And they're they're old and they have the big organ things on the wall, even if it's a Baptist church. It's it's like that. Yeah. And it, it makes me wonder what happened to the church? Like mm -hmm. did somebody get mad and say that, you know, we quit doing the church because I think that people just got tired of going. Um, like I said, we, we was in church so much as kids that when they became adults, they got burned out. And it was like an awakening of different religions and uh, thoughts and patterns, you know, with the intro of the internet and everything like that. So people changed. And then you got to factor in the drugs and the violence and different things that happen in neighborhoods. And the church wasn't reaching out to those people no more. You know, even though some of them was probably members, the church wasn't reaching out to them and nor was the people that was on drugs or anything like that. They wasn't reaching out to the church. So it was a disconnect, I think. And that just, it, it got bigger and louder as time went on. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of, um, especially with African Americans, because a lot of us are in search of our true roots and true religion, because Christianity was kind of pushed upon us. And not that I'm saying it is good or bad, but a lot of people want to know what are our actual, what was our religion before right. they gave us that. And so a lot of people are practicing um, like Yoruba's traditions. I myself have been reading books about 
you know, the African deities and stuff like that and just kind of researching that because a lot of my DNA comes from Nigeria. So I've been kind of looking into that. Um, the other part is too, um, well, we'll get into that later. Just like the ability to question things that happen in the church. Yeah. Um, kind of like that whole just sit down and color. It is that because that's what I say it is. And you need to, in order to be a good Christian, you just need to suffer long and um, listen to what I say. But meanwhile, you see these pastors rolling around in these um, crazy expensive cars. But then, like you said, people are struggling to make these tides. But, oh, you better give. But I can't afford to give. But then you make the person feel like they're obligated to do this 10%, 10% of and I can't even pay my rent. And then I can't even go to you. And you're rolling around in a, a ridiculous Rolls Royce. Right. You got a private jet. So it's like, hmm. You know, why I'm, I'm coming to this place. And I'm not saying all, all churches are like that. But the big ones? Yeah. Hey, some of these guys. These guys be out here rolling. Yeah. I, I saw me with two very well-known pastors and they say these are the modern day pimps right here because mm -hmm. yeah and, and that that disconnect was you know going back to what you said you know that disconnect where um i'm struggling and i'm getting and the church is getting in all this money and they're not helping that disconnect was part of the detrimental i mean it was detrimental to the church i mean once people started seeing that and then, you know, you factor in a couple of church fraud cases and the molestation and everything like that, it, it became a big, uh, a, a big disconnect. Like people was just like, nah, I'm not putting myself subject to that, you know, and human beings are fickle with trust anyway, you know, so mm -hmm. We, we have to, you have to earn our trust and me showing up and you automatically asking me for money. That's like me coming to Q's house and saying, yo, Q, let me get $10. Even though I, mm -hmm. you know, she would probably be like, you right? you need it. Okay. I got you. But if I was a random stranger <laughs> coming to Q's house to say, let me get $10. Then it's like, man, you better get on. <laughs> you better go ahead somewhere. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's the thing. And, you know, some of that sh stuff is still on, uh, some of that stuff is still ongoing and is showing up in the current events. Like, uh, <laughs> did you see the guy get robbed inside of the church? So right. Right. So he was, he was live streaming a sermon while he was doing that. He, he looked towards the back and seen a couple of gunmen run in. They laid him down, took all his jewelry and everything, went over to his wife, robbed them. I don't know. Cause I didn't dig deep into the story, but I didn't, I don't know if they robbed any parishioners or anything like that. But it don't look like they aimed a gun at anybody else in there. It's just like they aimed a gun at him and his wife and made them give up all the jewelry and everything like that. They ran out. 
But as I'm watching the video, I'm looking in the back and it looks like one of the deacons is just standing, sitting there like, okay, this is good. This is fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't actually know what happened as far as the deacon goes, but I do know that the guy, uh, the pastor, the bishop, or however uh, he may be addressed. I apologize about that if I if he feels slighted, if he sees this, which I don't know. Um, but uh, I do know that he was a little bit more on the flashy side. And see, this goes back to what we said earlier, when the neighborhood is hurting and you're not doing nothing for the community or anything like that, the community sees it and they know. And you don't think somebody going to run right. up in there <laughs> or, you know, mm -hmm. do something crazy right. to rob you and you pulling up in a Bentley and wearing eight gold chains and all this jewelry and coming there super fly, your wife coming there super fly. Right. People are hurting and starving. Like you're, you're part of God's hand, you know, as far as being mm -hmm. a pastor or a bishop, your outreach should outreach anybody else's you should be able to take care of all your parishioners all your congregation everybody in the neighborhood with something some type of cookout or something to let everybody know that this is a house of god this is love when you come here you're safe from that video it didn't look like nobody was worried about anything except for him and it looked like they targeted him specifically mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's probably just like you say, they've been watching him and they're like, we don't see this food doing nothing to help nobody. We gonna go we gonna go get our help right here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying laughing at him that he got robbed, but it's just like when people are starving, if you've ever been hungry, like to the point where your mind just starts playing tricks on you, people will do what they gotta do to feed themselves and they're your family so i'm not saying that it's right but i'm just saying that your mind when you're hungry your mind goes places yeah i'm i i can tell you that firsthand it it'll make you do yeah. it's almost like it's almost like being on drugs it'll make you do something that you would never do under normal circumstances to be able exactly. to just eat a meal especially if it's been a couple of days mm -hmm. you're already starting to see things and your brain is eating itself. So it's starting to attack what you think is just the most sanest thought is not really the most sanest thought is, is really a dangerous time. And there's a lot of people out here that's like that, that's going through these difficulties right now. And, you know, it, you look at all these super mega churches or whatever like that. First of all, ain't no su such thing as a mega or a super church. They just have a large congregation. I hate when people say, oh, it's a mega church. What's so mega about it? What are they doing that's so right. mega? You know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. you know, people, people believe whatever they want to believe. And it amazes me how confused people are about your, the uh, church. They think the church is a place when the church is actually a people. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, church is a people, not a place. 
You know, I don't recall Jesus saying this is holy Mount Zion, a Baptist Jenkins third to the holy water in three fishes and loaves church of AME Zion. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall Jesus ever saying anything like that. Jesus went out to and the people and the took thing. care of the people. When, because I've been to, I've been to like so many different types of churches, multiple religions. So I was at one church and I swear to you, they did about four or five collections. And I, at about the fourth one, I was like, what is we collecting money for now? Like I tapped out um, a building fund, a so-and-so fund tithes and offerings and something else it's like if the building you already in looked halfway decent why is we need an eight million dollar church you you want to put that on the responsibility of the parishioners to pay for your eight million dollar loan for a church that you don't even need that big yet because this one ain't even full like why are you trying to be greedy listen the <laughs> <laughs> the church that i that I previously that I'm 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 on a sabbatical right now, but <laughs> <laughs> just taking a little time. Uh, but the church that I've been a part of for the last past couple of years was a fairly small church, but the outreach that they did, uh, as far as like so many different things to for the community, not only just for overseas and different things like that but just for the community was just eye watering and eye popping and they didn't they didn't ask for you to give like your whole entire life or paycheck over to them but they just put it like this and they didn't tell you no lie like you know Jesus said and the Lord said no they said look we're raising money for this if you want to give into that then give into that this right here is for the uh, overseas missionaries. Okay, you want to give into that? You give into that. But no matter what you want to do, be happy and be joyous. Or no matter how much you have or don't have, be happy or joyous that you got something to put in there. So even if it's a, a penny, be happy and joyous with that penny. Yeah. The bills will pay themselves. <laughs> they they get so many tax write-offs and different things like that unless you're a scam artist and you pin whipping it mm -hmm. you know then it starts to become a hassle and honestly i really don't see why they get so many tax write-offs because they, like i said they do receive a lot of money but you know that's another question for another day um i'm not hating on churches i just like i said i've been to a lot of different churches some storefront churches, very small, sweet people, like kind. And I've been to churches where their message was a little skewed. And anytime I'm in church and you start talking bad about another religion, that's my cue to get up and exit stage, right? Because just because you're in this religion doesn't give you the right to talk bad about somebody else's. Or if you start religion. talking about just politics. If you start talking about yeah, politics, just, it's an automatic yeah, turn off to me. Yeah, I want to get out now. Yeah. And and this happened too. One time we were in church and the guy, he started saying things about Mexican people. And my husband got so offended 
because I don't know if he didn't know my husband was Mexican. Oh my God, we we never went back to the church. I mean, he was talking some mad trash. Like, what are you doing? You're a pastor. You should know better. Nope. Um, I always factor in this. Even though you are a pastor, did God make that call? Did God lead you to that call? Or did you make that call yourself because it was an easy way for you to uh, quiet your inner society's problems? And what I mean by that is you have some internal things that's going on inside of you, but your excuse is, oh, I'm a pastor, so I can't do that. So you're 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 using that as a crutch to protect you from society. Um, I've seen a lot of people do it. I've seen a lot of people go through uh, Bible college and all that stuff just so they can be out in the world still doing whatever they want to do. Um, and I prefer, you know, honest pastors. I prefer, you know what? I prefer a pastor that, let's say, I mean. I cuss, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I cuss, I slip up and say bad words every now and again, or I like wine. I like beer. Just be honest about who you are. Don't act like you holy are holier than thou, you know, be, be real, be you, but don't exactly. be, don't be fake to the point where it's a disconnect because Ray Ray is a pastor now and I remember Ray Ray back in the day and now you try and tell me within 10 years, you have completely and utterly changed. I understand mm -hmm. that when God is in your life, a lot of things can change quickly, but there's still parts of you <laughs> that are not saved. Like I tell people all the time, yeah. this part of me is saved, but this right hand, it might hit you. <laughs> it might hit you. So <laughs> that's what I've been trying to tell people. I said one thing came on one of my posts and I said, ma'am, it's too early in the week for me to cuss you out. But if you want me to, I can I can oblige you right now. I usually don't cuss people out to Friday, but today could be your day. It's like <laughs> I'm letting you know, like for the most part, I'm a Christian and I believe in God and I wanna be sisterly towards you. But if you don't want that, we can go a different route. <laughs> I, sw I swear I want to love on you. But if you test me, it might be the last time um, I can ever love on you and be happy with loving on you. Because I, listen, I, I think I, I said this story before, you know, um, when I was up in New York, working up in New York, and the guy tried to assault me. It's still in me, you know, the street, the street part of me is still in me. So when the guy tried to assault me, that part kicked in. I, I wasn't going to be like, Jesus, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. Please back away. Please, sir. Keep it your hand down, sir. Jesus. No. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. I mean, and at the end of the day, it's all about uh, what's in you too. You, you know, when I when I say that, you know, it it depends on 
what the situation is. If it's a situation where I feel like my life is in danger, I'm going to fight. You know, that's the innate ability of every human being, you know, but if a situation where I have to drop on my knee and pray, I'm dropping. It's, you know, I give it to God. So I just think the future of the church has to be just that. It has to be honest. It has to be an open book. You know, if the NFL can take a, get, give away their nonprofit organization status, then the church needs to start being honest. Because some of these churches are not helping. I mean, they're taking in all this money. And the only person that's being blessed by, it, well, majority of the people, because it is some churches that are blessing their parishioners and their congregation. But the the only person most of the time getting blessed by all the money that they're taking in is the pastors or are the pastors. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy because when you look at uh, what happened in Houston with, with Joel, you know, when they had like the flood or hurricane or something like that come through, you know, he didn't even want to open up his doors. And I understand there's liabilities and different things like that, but still, you're a man of God. Your first instinct should be to love. That's it. To love on people and be helpful. You're a servant. Love, be helpful. Didn't even open up the doors. So that's the type of things that I take into my mind when I look at people saying mega church or different things like that. And I see, you know, what the church is going to or what the future may hold for church, how to correct that is this, you know, once a church gets to a point where they start making so much money, it's time to start taxing them like a regular business. <laughs> so I want to end it with this. Uh, what's going to happen to the church in the future? Who knows, but God mm -hmm. man will man. God will God. But what I do know is the church is a people. Mm -hmm. And like I said, not a place. Mm -hmm. If you know, then you know. You know. Thanks. Yep. Anything you want to add to that, Q? Um, I agree. The only way that church is going to be um, beneficial to the people is if we start realizing that the walls is just a building. Um, churches in your body. It's like you said, it's the people. Yep. Um, these pastors have to be real. We have to know we're talking to real people because when I come to you with my issues, I need you to understand that I am a person and not to just be. And don't pass judgment either. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it's so hard sometimes because you, when you go to some people in the church, they automatically just say, oh, just pray about it. And we talked about that before. It's like, no, I need you to be real right now. Be real. Like, hear me with this issue and then tell me something real that I can actually work with. Yes, praying is good. But even the Bible says prayer without works is dead. So tell me what that work is that I need to get done so I can get better or move forward. Put in that work. <laughs> Just be real. Yeah. So, hey. Since y'all my congregation, <laughs> with that said, if nobody told you today they love you, we do.
Always remember, if you want to connect with us, the links are down in the description. Uh, go check out our website. And I thank you so much for joining us today. Q, have a great week. And let's get it done. We'll see you. Yes, 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 yes,